welcome to Alphabet Fly, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official Ryan book, The Marvel Universe, with a guest. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Faith. Hey. So, today, we're going to be talking about our second mister. Hey, soul sister. Uh, and th- it's an exciting, exciting Ooh. history. You'll hear this history and be like, wow, yeah. how did they even think of that story? Oh my god. Like, like, goddamn. Like, that is so good. Holy. Did Hickman Holy write this? Holy <laughs> he, he, he was, he, he was alive, but he wasn't even writing comics at the time. And you'll, so you'll figure out. He just psychically influenced it. Well, his name. Is Mr. Fear. So, what do you think Mr. Fear looks Uh, like? He probably has, like, a dumb black cape. That's my first guess. So, he just wears a cape? He's (laughs) He's just, just, like, going commando? (laughs) I mean, that is true fear right there. I don't know about you. (laughs) If some dude robbed a bank in that i'd be like just take the money please for the love of god (laughs) honestly i feel like i feel like if a person just wore like a bandana and was like just strolling to a bank naked like they probably never catch that person because everyone would just be like his dong was just flopping (laughs) around was the dong (laughs) and no he probably like also he clearly didn't trim his nails like like toenails like gross, gross. right <laughs> all we saw was from the waist down <laughs> no he probably mr uh, fear but, probably um, looks like some kind of edge lord i want to refute you on that but i can't <laughs> Let, let's just say like his his costume looks like it might be a skin for a reaper oh my god on Overwatch. i knew i knew it there was some kind of skull involved <laughs> There's a skull, like a cape. Does Mr. Fair have any powers? Uh, I'm guessing he makes people afraid of him. Okay. Like, like how? How do you think uh, he does? Like, do you just look people in the eye and be like, boo? He- and they're just like, ah! <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> he makes, he makes lo- prolonged eye contact with people. <laughs> and it makes them, like, uncomfortable to the point of fear. <laughs> No, it doesn't activate until he says boo, boo. though. Like, it kind of builds up, and there's like, and then boo. You, and they're just like, Then ah. you become hysterical. Yeah, but not in, like, the cool way that uh, Madcap yeah. does, where he makes you basically a nihilistic nightmare. Um, he just he just makes you hysterical in the way that it's, it's bad. bad. You're, and like, crying, yeah. disheveled. <laughs> Your shirt's on backwards. Wait, that's, and then the weird thing is, you did not change. <laughs> you don't your know shirt what happened. Go backwards. It just goes backwards. <laughs> like all the, you wake up in a field. Everything is the same except your shirt is on backwards. <laughs> You're gross, disheveled. Don't know what you probably happened. Probably threw up on yourself. Who knows? <laughs> but it was on the back of your shirt because <laughs> it got turned around somehow. <laughs> that would be the worst. And the thing is, it's not like a t-shirt, which you know. Maybe it could be backwards, which, by the way, they don't build t-shirts no. like that. There's clearly a back yes. to a t-shirt, but but like it's like a collar shirt. <laughs> it's so like, like a button-up shirt. How it, 
So, so like so like somehow you managed to put your collared shirt, which has buttons, the button up collared shirt on backwards and buttoned it somehow. up. That's the that's the true terror right there. That's that's his power. <laughs> there that's you his go. Power. Marvel hire us. But no, here's what he looks like. <laughs> oh my god, look at him. Now what's what's he look like? What's his What's his look? He looks like every 1960s Marvel villain who had any. Well, he may have. (laughs) He may have showed up in the 1960s. (laughs) He has. I like his dumb hood. It kind of looks like. It kind of looks like kitty cat ears. So okay, so first he's in like a baby blue (laughs) leotard with like like the most unterrifying color <laughs> it like honestly i like the color i know right pretty it's good a, color it's combination a good color and i don't like the fact that he has both dr strange like lapels on his uh cloak on top of a hood i feel like you can't I know, have right both. like <laughs> the physics of this costume make no sense i don't know what seamstress put this together but because okay, because here's the thing, he has to put that yes. cloak on. So he has. So okay, if it was a hood, he'd put it on normally and put yeah. the hood up. But he doesn't have that option with this because there's a rigid like collar collar that's super high up. So he has to kind of put it on like a shirt. Oh my god, you're right. It's like. Oh my gosh. It's like a pullover hoodie. Can you imagine how annoying it would be to fish out the hood? Oh my god. All that, like, thing? Because, you, cause, like, you'd have to bend it down and get it and everything, and, then, and like, you pull and on the wrong side. And then you would have to straighten and... your collar back out again. And, ugh. It, like, and then, like, once, once in a lifetime, it's like putting on a hooded sweatshirt where you manage to get your head in the hood. Yeah, and on top of that, like, he's also just a buff dude, and, like, skid tight, latex, and that thing. Just go to the the at alphabet flight, or at hodgepodge group, if you want to yes. see a picture of him. But when I say he can clear, when he, he's basically a skin for Reaper, he's basically a skin like for Reaper. It's like Reaper if he was designed in the 1960s. Oh, speaking of, if you want to watch a... I think personally funny and also horrific video. Uh, you should watch uh, Punisher sixty six. It is everything you need in a video about Punisher in a uh, Batman sixty six setting. Okay, now I have everything Sweet. prepared. So there is four. Mr. Oh my Fears. god. The particular one we're talking about is Alan Fagan. His occupation is businessman. <laughs> His uh, identity is known to the police. Oh. And he's from Madison, Wisconsin. Oh. Which means he has a Midwest accent. <laughs> Midwestern oh my accent. God. Oh, yeah, sure, you betcha. Hey, uh, which is just the hey, uh, best. Paul, can you get those those reports on my desk by Saturday? I'm Mr. Fear. 
Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm Mr. Fear. <laughs> um, surprise, surprise, this edgelord is single. Oh, no. Poor Mr. Fear. And his known relative is Larry Cranston, who is his uncle and who is also dead. <laughs> That's depressing. <laughs> I like how they're like, oh, yeah, also his family's dead. <laughs> Just an FYI. The first Mr. Fear is named Zoltan Drago. Okay, yeah. Which comes up as a thing that I feel like we should be talking about Mr. Drago, or Drago, or Drago of Fear. <laughs> His name is basically Dragon. Why didn't you use that as your name, First Mr. Fear? What did- yeah. <laughs> Or Zoltan. His name could have just been Mr. Just Zoltan. Like, I would be like, oh, geez, that means business. Not like, ooh, Mr. Fear. Huh. You had to get formal about it. And uh, Zoltan, uh, Zoltan Drago, first showed up in Daredevil number six, um, trapped by the Fellowship of Fear in February. 1965 and this is uh first off this is a first within the first year of daredevil mr fear came up wow daredevil got weird fast well this eighth episode the eighth issue was stuff man (laughs) 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 okay mr fear didn't have a whole lot to live up to i understand now (laughs) Issue number 10. It looks like he's fighting a cat man and a guy with wigs. What's going on? I'm, I need to read early Some Daredevil. resident of Hell's Kitchen put on their sexy cat suit and they're like, I'm going to fight Daredevil. Oh, he totally fights a man in a gorilla suit. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to think about this while I'm watching the next season of the Netflix Daredevil show. I mean, like, remember that one time when Daredevil fought a guy in a girl suit? <laughs> he fought a cat man and a man in a gorilla suit. It wasn't. It's not even a great gorilla suit. It's kind of shoddy looking. And then also that man on stilts and a Halloween prop. <laughs> Marvel, please bring back stilt man. But, um, the second daredevil not daredevil sorry the second um mr fear first showed up in daredevil 88 they call him Killgrave in june 1972 so um purple man was a uh daredevil oh. before yeah and he didn't have any nuance. He was just like, I can control mine. And then he was just like, no, you can't punch. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty much... Nice. Yeah. I mean, the third Mr. Fear is Machine Smith. There's Machine Smith. Well, you should listen to our Machine Smith episode. <laughs> he sounds way done. cooler than Mr. Fear. <laughs> He's a guy who makes a lot of robot robots. He just, just, he just makes robots and then... He turns into a rope. Actually, he is a robot who makes more robots because he was killed. Never mind. Mm. I'll watch that episode. We'll that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, he, then the f- 
fifth Mr. Fear, fourth Mr. There's Fear. There's so many I'm Mr. Fears. Added too many Mr. Fears. Uh, was in uh, Marvel Team Up '92. Ooh. In uh, Fear. That's what it's called. It's just called <laughs> it Fear. It's Fear with an exclamation point. And the great thing about it is, Mr. Fear, dot, 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 he could scare anybody. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, I need to show you this picture. Please. <laughs> I didn't know. The first time, okay. Oh my okay. god. He can scare anybody. <laughs> oh my god. It's just, it's so, so it is Spider-Man and Hawkeye. It's a Spider-Man and Hawkeye Marvel team up. And it's just, it's just them like cowering down. And then like Mr. Fear being like the most low rent, like Scooby-Doo villain, just menacing Shaggy. It does, it totally <laughs> like, boom, I'm a scary man. <laughs> Peter Parker's like, I'm only 17. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so those are the Mr. Fears. Wow. I, who knew, Mr. Fear had multiple incarnations. <laughs> and, uh, let me tell you, there's two paragraphs of this, and you'll be surprised what most of them are taken up of. Oh, God. Like, what extre- extremely mundane thing. Just keeps on driving Mr. Fur forward. Is it fear? <laughs> well, that's part of it, but there's also another element. Is he we'll just really to. mad that Daredevil punched him in the face? Alan Flanagan is the fourth person to assume the identity of Mr. Fear. The first was Zoltan Drago, a sculptor and amateur scientist who suffered delusions of grandeur. Drago was a proprietor of a Max a, Rax, a Max Museum. It's the Max Museum you can have. It's a wax museum. Uh, oh, that's yeah. creepy. That's like almost scarier than Mr. Fear himself. But, but okay, we'll get the we'll get the second part because he's about to turn into a perv. Um, oh God! He tried oh. several times to develop a chemical that would transform his wax figures into living beings. So he can create oh. an army of slaves. Oh, no. By accident, oh. Drago concocted a chemical gas that instilled extreme fear in him when he breathed it in. <laughs> so somehow what? he went from, I'm going to literally create life, to, man, I got scary juice. <laughs> I accidentally mixed the bleach and ammonia together. <laughs> I got <laughs> real scared. <excuse>? So scary. <laughs> I'm so scared right now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> scared scary Ins- juice. Inspired by its possibilities, he manufactured thousands of the pellets uh, pellets of the gas of the juice. And uh d- <laughs> the juice. And- the gu- <laughs> I can't believe he invented Ghoulade. <laughs> <laughs> and decide a frightening costume, calling himself Mister Fear. Mister Fear, which I would not say that that's f- frightening. Yeah, I know, right? He looks like a Halloween prop. I would like, s- like not even a scary Halloween prop. Like one of the really cheesy animatronic ones, like that you bought from a thrift store. You know what's scarier than his costume? 
What? That Halloween decoration where it's just like a skull and two arms that you put, like it makes so it like it looks like a skeleton's growing out of the ground. Way scarier. Yes. <laughs> Way scarier. <laughs> Got me straight up spooked. <laughs> too too spooky. Too spooky. So calling himself Mr. Fear, Drago used the gas to enlist the original eel and the original ox in a series of crimes for personal gain. Well, if you'd yeah, like to hear about else? the original eel, <laughs> you can listen to my eel episode. It's a guy in a what? suit that's slippery <laughs> and also electrocutes things. He <laughs> <laughs> just covered it. You put on like a diving suit and then sprayed himself with Pam. And Mr. Fear was like, yeah, we're going to team up. <laughs> um. <laughs> and uh, they did some several crimes for personal gain, and then he eventually encountered and was defe- and was defeated by Daredevil. Though sent to prison, his paraphernalia uh, with his paraphernalia cons- um, confiscated, he took some precautions and made a duplicate costume and stashed it uh, with a cachet. Of gas pellets in a secret location in Lower Manhattan. A few days later, after he was released from prison, Daredevil's nemesis Samuel Starr Saxon located oh. Draco in a New York hotel. Oh, oh. man! At gunpoint, he, <laughs> he forced uh, he forced Draco to reveal where his Mister Fear paraphernalia was. So he might use it against the Daredevil. Wow. After Drago gave him the location of the cachet, maybe he shot Drago in cold blood. Wow. Whoa, this dude is like way more hardcore than Mr. Fear. Uh, the whole incident was overheard by Larry Cranston, a law student classmate of Matt Murdock, who was staying in the hotel across the hall. <laughs> <laughs> This is how all great stories happen. He this hated, is how they all begin. He hated Murdoch and suspected that Murdoch was the daredevil. You know, maybe he was just like, I'm going to kill this blind guy. I'm just going to murder this disabled person. No big deal. He's definitely daredevil. It just it just makes me think of that picture of Matt Murdock with the, the shirt that says, says, I'm not daredevil. If you have not read the uh, Mark Wade run of uh, Daredevil, I suggest you do. Oh it is super good. He Saxon uh, retrieved the Mister Fear outfit before Cranston could, and then revived the identity to battle uh, Daredevil. He was killed during the battle when he pl- was plunged to his death from his airship. Did I mention oh. he has an airship? What Saxon <laughs> <What>? Star? <laughs> I like I like how he's like yeah I gotta steal this spooky suit and these this scare juice to fight Daredevil when he has like enough resources to have an an airship and okay. uh, <laughs> and you think that would be the end for uh, Saxon Star Samson Samson wait. Saxon, sorry. Saxon. Samuel Star Saxon. But 
he uh, turns out he has like he made a robot duplicate of himself and oh has, of course yeah. he did um that's why he spent all of his money on that's why he had to steal the mr fear suit <laughs> and so, the scary juice <laughs> here uh here's the here's the crazy thing after this masquerading as a relative of saxon's cranston obtained a court order allowing him to uh what? allowing him the custody of the mr fear costume and equipment he kept what? it for a few years without using it, waiting for the opportune moment when Daredevil and Matt Murdock were reported to have moved to San Francisco. Blind lawyer enemy moves to San Francisco. And the mo- primarily New York-based villain, I mean hero, also moves to San Francisco. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I wonder if he got, you know, he like Cranston tingles, you know, <laughs> just deep down inside of him, just those Cranston tingles. Yeah, Cranston do that his hunch about them being the same person was correct because he's not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, have you ever seen Matt Murdock and Daredevil in the same room? I didn't think so. <laughs> and then he went into action. As Mr. Fear, only to meet his defeat and accidental death. Wow. Upon his demise, a Mr. Fear costume came in possession of his nephew, Alan Flan- uh, Fagan. Fagan, okay. a wealthy businessman, planned to use his identity and scheme to and building a private private nuclear weapon. What? So, so let's what? let's let's go <laughs> let's go through a couple of these things that we just there's went so through. many things to unpack there. So so the reason why there is two people who has a Mr. Fear costume is because one of them was a law student. It was just like I could just legally get this if you I. You know, I can just forge some documents. Like whatever. And so this thing that has been proven to cause harm to civilians is just passed down. Like, this gun that shoots this special pellet that makes people scared. Yeah, I like how, like, the legal system was like, well, it seems seems legit enough. Like, we'll just give him this actual weapon. Okay, and then let's (laughs) go to the- Actual bioweapon. And let's go to the next thing. Oh, God. Oh, God. So, even without- So, even without the suit. So, he didn't even know his uncle was gonna die. He was just like, I really want just a personal nuclear weapon. And then he got this, he was just like, now's the time. <laughs> it's like when you get a new outfit, and you're like, I'm gonna go to that restaurant. Except this one involves mass casualties. He was foiled by Spider-Man and Hawkeye. And then the Mr. Fear uh, costume... With approximately a hundred gas pellets and several assorted weapons, are in the custody of the police, but were returned to Fagan after a short jail sentence. So again, like it's just this, like the suit. I can understand because that's harmless on its own, but like the pellets and the gun are an actual like bioweapon. Why would you? I don't know. I don't know why he was giving it back. He was, <laughs> look, he was going to use the, he was using it to build a nuke. The real the real villain in this story is the legal system's incompetence. 
There's so much packed into these two sentences. Oh I mean, my paragraphs. God. Like, this is the most dense and crazy origin I've read. The wacky adventures of Mr. Fear. But, okay, so, F- uh, Fagan, he's uh, 5'11". Okay. He has hazel eyes and silver hair. Um, He's a guy... Who, so, for a guy who had does minimal exercise, regular exercise, he's like, goddamn buff. Like, look. Like, look. Maybe he like, just naturally has some good muscle tone. You don't have riblets. No. Those little rib muscles <laughs> with true. just, like, good muscle tone. That's, well, like, that's without, that's... like, working out. Like, you have to be at a very specific, super low body weight. I mean, body fat. Yeah. muscle ratio. Mr. Fear uses a compound, uh, uses a compound based on pheromones. The particular pheromones he uses is a flight scent uh, pheromone, which stimulates fear reactions in herd animals. Uh, But this drug is tailored towards human beings, whose reactions to the pheromones are not completely understood. Um, And... Right. I was gonna say I want I want the fight the one that activates the fight sense. <laughs> There's one called like Mister Fight and Mister Freeze. Actually, wait, <laughs> Mister Freeze is actually a thing. <laughs> but um, but the but it induces severe anxiety, fear, and panic in his victims, rendering them incapable of fighting or resisting his will. He employs the drug. In the form of a gas pellet shot from a gun, uh, they rupture on contact, releasing the flight scent, which is inhaled through the victim's nose and mouth. So it can incapacitate a normal uh, adult male for about 15 minutes, or an exceptionally fit uh, Amer- uh, I almost said American male. <laughs> Don't know what <laughs> Just American. Uh, uh, no, adult male, such as Daredevil, for about five minutes. Oh. The side effects are anxiety, edginess, <laughs> and vile na- nausea for several days. <laughs> Gross. So you could be playing, uh, you can be on uh, Overwatch, just playing Reaper, and just like just really digging his vibes. <laughs> No, maybe posting ironic, uh, maybe posting racist memes and saying it's ironic. Oh, <laughs> you know, you know, edgy, edgy, Su- super edgy, and then you just throw up on yourself. Sax- uh, Saxon uh, once planted a supply of pellets in Daredevil's billy clubs for a timer re- where there's like a time release mechanism, and uh, Fagan used a miniature hypodermic needle mounted on his ring to inject a large dose of the liquid, or aka the uh, scared juice, directly into his victim's blood stream. The the (laughs) ghoulade. That's why the police kept giving it back. They're like, it's ghoulade, it's just booberry flavor. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Whatever. Oh, um, all the holders of the Mr. Fair identity also employed other weapons, including a repel array, <laughs> which I imagine is just like, hey, look at me, I'm so cool, aren't I? 
And they're just like, ugh, get away from me. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like force rays that, you know, are like, uh, well, the first one, well, all of them had the, um, had repeller rays. And um, that was Mr. Fear 2. And then there was a flying disc, which was used by Mr. Fear 3. And then flying jets used by Mr. Fear, uh, Fear 3 as well. Oh. Yeah. And then that one Mr. Fear who had a nuclear weapon. That could have been that could have been a weapon he had. <laughs> Jesus like, Christ. I imagine, I imagine it's just like, hey, I have a dirty bomb right now. Do you want to punch me? Like, no. <laughs> you don't even need fear pellets at that point. Like, just exist. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you know what's scarier than Mr. Fears? What? The end of this episode. No! <laughs> so, We're just learning about the wacky exploits of Mr. Fear. So we should uh, close this out by maybe getting some of your plugs. Uh, I'll plug... Uh, I'll just plug my webcomic again. Because I've spent so much time on it. <laughs> it needs You need to feed it enough for it to turn into an actual person. Yes, people. Yes, well, you need to go read Grace's Wings so that Nadia can become a real person, and finally, I can meet somebody sadder than myself. I have, I have a cat. I don't think he's sad. I think he's sassy more than sad. I think. Uh, oh, he's very sassy. Oh, he's so sassy. He was yelling at you earlier. He was back talking. He's so loud. <laughs> he really <laughs> is. <laughs> and. uh... Uh, but you can see pictures of him, not being loud, mostly of him just being cute, on my Instagram, at Marvelous Mooch. You can see pictures of the people we're talking about on the Facebook group, HodgePod Group, and uh, the the face, sorry, the Twitter, which is at Alphabet Flight. Um, if you'd like, you can maybe also listen to my other podcast, Creepy Critters, which Faith has been on twice. It's um, real good. It's a good podcast. And eventually I'm going to have her on again for the Sad Boy episode. Yes, um, my favorite kind of boy. Oh my god, I love Sad Boys, especially if they're hot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like it. So true! <laughs> uh, but we'll get, in, we'll get into that at some other point. <laughs> we'll talk about some hot sad boys later if you'd like the show you can rate review subscribe you know on itunes stitcher i think you can also do that on like google play and stuff like that so you know do that and uh besides that thank you for listening this has been alphabet flight it may madcap show you how truly maddening the world is bye bye, bye.